Well, hello, it's Pastor Carson from Calvary Tabernacle. Thanks for stopping by the podcast. We hope that it's a blessing to you, whether you're catching one of the Sunday or Wednesday messages, or maybe you're jumping on to listen to one of the Saturday snapshots. We're doing everything we can right here in the beautiful Fountain Square area of Indianapolis to try to reach and connect and disciple people towards Jesus Christ. Enjoy what you listen to, and I hope that it's a benefit to your life. Second Samuel 21, I'm going to start at the first verse and maybe jump around just a little bit. But it starts by saying there was a, a famine in the days of David three years, year after year. And David inquired of the Lord, and the Lord answered, It is for Saul and for his bloody house because he slew the Gibeonites and the king called the Gibeonites David called them and said unto them the Gibeonites were not of the children of Israel but of the remnant of the Amorites and the children of Israel had sworn unto them this means they had made an allegiance unto them that they were going to guard and not put them unto death but Saul sought to slay them in his zeal. We need passion. We need zeal if it's in the will of God. But it was in his zeal to the children of Israel and Judah. Wherefore David said unto the Gibeonites, verse 3, What shall I do for you? And wherewith shall I make atonement that ye may bless the inheritance of the Lord and the Gibeonites said unto him we will have no silver nor gold of Saul said you're not going to pay us off with something he stole from somebody else nor of his house neither for us shalt thou kill any man of Israel we don't want any of your sons nope He said, what ye shall say, that will I do. And they answered the king, the man that consumed us, Saul, and that devised against us that we should be destroyed from remaining in any of the coasts of Israel. Let seven men of his sons be delivered unto us, and we will hang them up unto the Lord in Gibeah of Saul, whom the Lord did choose. And the king said, this is astounding. The king said, I will give them. But the king spared Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan. There's more than one Mephibosheth going to play out here. The son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, because of the Lord's oath was between them, between David and Jonathan the son of Saul. But the king took two sons of Rizpah, the daughter of Ai, whom she bare unto Saul, Armani and Mephibosheth. And the five sons, the five sons of Michael, the daughter of Saul, 
whom she brought up for Adriel, the son of Barzillai, the Maholothite. He delivered them unto the hands of the Gibeonites, and they hanged them in the hill before the Lord, and they fell all seven together and were put to death in the days of harvest. In the first days, in the beginning of barley harvest. Verse 10, please key in. And Rizpah, the daughter of Ai, took sackcloth and spread it for her upon the rock. From the beginning of harvest until water dropped upon them out of heaven and suffered Neither the birds of the air to rest on them by day, nor the beasts of the field by night. I want to preach to you for a little while tonight about Rizpah upon the rock. Rizpah upon the rock. I, I, ooh, I feel burdened. I don't know if I've ever felt more burdened than I feel tonight. I want you to throw your hands towards heaven and ask the Holy Ghost to help us. Come on, would you do that? Would you lift your voice and would you ask the Holy Ghost to help us? Praise God. Praise God. God bless you. You may be seated tonight. Rizpah upon the rock. Rizpah upon the rock. Who is Rizpah? Who is this woman? She, she surely does not get much airtime in our services. She is not one that gets much notoriety in Pentecostal circles. Yet she has made a profound impact on my life over the last couple of weeks. The imagery of her actions seems plastered on the walls of my mind. Every time I turn on the lights inside of my head, I see her. I see her standing. I see her kneeling. I see her wailing. I see her crying. I see her screaming. I see her down to a whisper. What I see is a mother. A mother that will not relinquish responsibility. It was an established fact in the Old Testament that to be hanged spoke a curse against those who had died. It was, a, it was an absolute annihilation of character, as it were, for someone to die the death of hanging. And I know what many of you are thinking already, but Christ hung upon a cross. Yes, he did. He walked that road for us because the shame he endured was meant to be ours. 
But because he took it, we don't have to. That's why it should. It should so move us when we come into the house of God that we don't need a cheerleader to make us worship. That we don't need Brother Denny to sing the right song to make us feel motivated to worship a God that has carried our griefs and borne our sorrows. But it was Rizpah's association with this former king named Saul that led to her current sad state of affair. There was a famine in the land. Everybody say a famine. There was a famine in the land. No rain was falling. Nothing was growing properly because nothing could be produced properly. Land without rain is land that cannot yield fruit. It is necessary that there be a component from higher than you that brings in contact with the soil that is beneath you. There was a famine in the land. A drought had been there. Feasts were not occurring. There was a famine in the land. Can I tell you, David did exactly what David should do. There was a famine. So he did not try to find the latest self-help. He did not get a group of character witnesses together for a strategy meeting. David went to God. David sought the Lord and asked God, Why the famine upon the land? Can I tell you, That when you are God's people, if there is a famine, there is a reason. There is a reason. We can never, God help us, we can never become satisfied with acting like a famine is okay. If your family is enduring a famine spiritually, it is not okay. He went to God and God began to reveal that it was because of the destruction of the Gibeonites. It is tough to read the text and trace the lineage back to the Amorites and and try to understand why. Why would God be allowing a famine Over the Gibeonites. There's a lot of things, Brother Brown, I I could trace. But but when we're talking about the descent from the Amorites, that's hard for me to understand. But God said, the problem is, he was my man for the hour. And he gave a word. And when you give a word, it matters. I'm going to pause. I'm going to hang out right here for a second. When you give a word, it matters. When you told God you were in this for the long haul, it matters. 
When you told your wife you'd be faithful, when you told your children you were going to be a When you bowed at camp last week, young people, and you said, God, I give you everything, it mattered what you said. God is not real good with empty promises. Woo! He's not real good with that. God's not winking at our ignorance. God is not looking at us and saying, go ahead and be my representative and say whatever you want to say, but think there is no need for accountability. Saul told them, it's going to be fine. There will be peace. There will be no issue. But Saul got zealous. Find three or four people and tell them, be careful how zealous you get. Come on, tell them. But might I say, if you're going to be zealous about anything, be zealous about the things of God. Yes. If you work 60 hours a week, but don't pray 60 minutes a week, you've got to realign your priorities. Not everybody likes it. I'm going to preach it anyway. If you have invested more in your car in the last year than you have missions in the last 10, I'm going to go a little further. If there's one thing I've got to be zealous about, it's about the kingdom of God and the word of God. And Saul got mixed up here. Saul started taking territory for himself. So I want to go on real clear record as the pastor of Calvary Tabernacle and all the thousands of people that are going to watch this online. I'm not after anything for me. I don't want one more member for me. I don't want one more number for me. But I do want to win this city for Jesus Christ. I want to go on record. I want to plant churches all over this city for the glory of God. Not my will, but thy will be done. Everybody must know. But Saul got conflicted in his conquest. And somewhere along the way, his word... His word only mattered dependent upon who he was speaking to. His word changed with where he was. <clears throat> if you're going to be a man of faith on Sunday, be a man of faith on Monday. <laughs> Don't get up in church and... And on Monday... Be a man of God. Be a woman of God. That is consistent. I know it's a struggle at times, but it's a struggle worth working. But he tried to destroy the Gibeonites, and I gotta tell you, you try to kill people, they remember. 
This is not one of those things where you say, what are you even mad about? And they're like, I don't even remember. I don't. You ever had one of those? You know you have. A little fight. We don't even know what started. You know when someone's killing your kids. You know when someone is trying to annihilate and decimate your family and your offspring. And they sit back and laugh like your existence is meaningless. Can I tell you, that is exactly what hell is doing. He's reaching into our youth crews. He's reaching into our kids' ministry. Right in the middle of a revival, he's reaching in and trying to get his talons on people. And I don't want to stand for it. I just don't want to stand for it. He thinks this is his city. This is not his city. This is not his city. I am, I'm baffled. I gotta be honest, I'm baffled at David's interaction with the Gibeonites. <clears throat> we don't want gold. Not gonna pay us off. This isn't the kind of restitution you can buy. Whew. This is gonna cost blood. And they said, and we don't want your kids. What? How brazen, Brother Marshall. We don't want your kids. We want kids connected to Saul. And David said, okay. Because there was a consequence tied to sin. I got to tell you, thank God this was Old Testament. We're going to get there in a minute. Thank God it was OT. Rispa. Rispa had a relationship with Saul, had children with Saul. Beware that what you conceive while entangled with evil will always cause long term heartache. It was her relationship with him. But I got to tell you young people something. She loved those boys. I don't care how, big, how bad your kids are. You love them. Some of you got kids, you know they're a mess. Oh, there's my angel. What? <laughs> Fallen angel. <laughs> she loved those boys I, I have tried to picture I have tried to understand what it must have been like when David agrees to this and it it comes down to the five sons that were Michael's sisters remember when Michael despised David God shut up her womb she becomes barren 
During that process, she ends up taking ownership and watching out for these other children. But even then, those five sons get taken from her because you can't find substitutes if you will not worship. They will be taken from you. If I had time, I'd preach them. Those five sons are going to hang. But her two boys, I try to watch a weeping rispa follow them to the hill. These are my children. These are my sons. You don't read it, but can't you hear it? No, David. There's got to be another way. Trailing behind. Following behind. It is, it is almost tormenting in some regard to consider the lifeless bodies of those boys hanging in the breeze. I do not want to be crucified. I am possibly touching on some very sensitive issues right now. I understand the loss of loved ones. But Rizma, even though they had died, the Bible says Rizma goes to that rock. And she lays out some sackcloth at that rock. And she gets down there. And she stays by those hanging bodies. And, and when everybody would say, Rizma, get away from there. For five months. While the bodies decay in front of her. The birds of the air by day come to find landing on those boys. And she would stand up and, and beat them away and say, no. And in the middle of the night, she would hear that, that howl coming from the beast of the field. And her sleepy eyes would open up. And as the beast would come close, the body was already dead. But she refused the disgrace. The beasts were coming, foaming at the mouth, gnarling in there. They're, 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 they wanted to get a nip of that body. They wanted to get their mouths around the bone. But no, 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 Rispa said, they may be dead, but they're my babies. Rispa upon the rock said they might seem meaningless to you, but they are might. They might seem far gone for you, but I'm going to guard their bodies until we get them a decent burial. I'm going to guard their bodies until we bury them the right way. Brother Brown, she just kept beating away the birds. She just kept beating away the beasts. She just kept fighting them. You have to kill me before you get to their body. For one reason alone, we're going to bury them right. No one cares about dead people. Mom does. Here they come. 
It's the middle of the night. No one else is around. David doesn't even know she's there. And here they come. I see her. I see a piece of cloth in one hand. I see a rod, a stick in the other. And here they come and they're surrounding. And I can see their, their, their claws are, are, are out and their, and their teeth are, are all showing. But here's mama. They're dead. They're mine. But they're mine. But they're mine. Until David hears the news. She's still there. She's still committed to this. Read it. They go bring their bodies down. I watch a weary, ragged, there's no telling how much weight she had lost. There's no telling how much her face had aged. There's no, there's no telling how depleted and hollow her eyes must have been and her cheekbones must have looked. I'm sure that her skin had turned a grayish tan in, in the process. I'm, I'm sure completely sleep deprivated and, and exhausted, but I can see the, the smile of a mama when those bones begin to be taken. There has never, hear me clearly, I'm not, I'm not using words uncautiously right now. There has never been a greater disregard for the sanctity of a soul. There has never been a greater intoxication with suicide. There has never been a more grand disregard for the death. We are the mother. When they, when they started gathering in that little old church next door, and they'd pack it out to the gills. One mission. One mission. We're going to save our sons. We're going to save our daughters. You know why CCS was started? We're going to save our sons. We're going to save our daughters. We're going to protect our children. You know why Indiana Bible College was started? We're going to train our sons. We're going to train our daughters to save our sons and to save our daughters. We can either be okay and do our best to ignore those who are hanging in the wind spiritually. Or we can really roll up our sleeves in this hour and decide we have got to do something for the kingdom of God. I'm going to talk as open as I know how to talk. I mean, I'm, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I, I've never talked as bold probably as I'm going to talk to you right now. Professional Pentecostalism is not going to cut it in this hour. It's just not going to do it. We are not going to accomplish what God is trying to get us to accomplish if we just go through the motions and clap when it's right. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we got to get back out there and start pounding the pavement and reaching for the lost and doing everything we can. Moms and dads, moms and dads, we got to get back to laying outside their bedroom and talking in tongues and pleading the blood of Jesus. I feel strong tonight, so I'm going to preach how I feel. If they're dating some heathen you don't agree with, you are the parent. You break that thing off. You turn that... Ah, uh, that got a little resistance, so I'm going to preach anyway. If they've been listening to stuff that you know is going to leave them hanging, come on, there cannot be any conception with evil that bears anything that's going to live. I've got to become like Rizba on the rock and say the fowls of the air will not get our children and the beasts of the field will not have our children. Because what most of, Brother Turner, most of what we're dealing with are not really dead. They're just convinced they are. Convinced they're never coming back. Huh? Every time the wind blows, every time the, the wind blows, they're convinced, they're convinced. And mamas are convinced, and I don't mean to paint it more graphic or gruesome than it is, but as those bodies began to decay, she kept fighting for those babies. I know the world is dark, but this is our call, church. We are the mother. We are the mother. We are the mother. That's a guy been fighting for his family right there. I wouldn't embarrass him, but we got to baptize his son not long ago. Sitting on the front row right. I want you to know we exist for guys like you. We exist for families like Come on, can I get a witness in the pill? I'm going to fight for my family. I'm going to fight for my Rizba upon the rock. Hey. Brother Healy, run down here. Come here, Brother Healy. In front of all these people, hear me. Our kids are worth fighting for. 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 The world wants them addicted and viewing pornography before they're ever hitting double digits. Wants them seeing the average kid is seeing pornography before they hit double digits. Come on, Rispa. We're going to have to get on that rock, that rock which is Christ Jesus. We're going to have to get on that rock, and we're going to have to stand on that rock. That rock that the builders rejected, that rock which was the chief cornerstone. We're going to have to get on this rock, and we're going to have to say, not the fowl of the air, not the beasts of the field. Come here, Brother Max. Brother Matthew's in here. Couldn't be here today. Come on down here. He wants them. He wants them now. Look at me, young people. Stand up. Every young person, stand up and look at me right now. If you think two weeks of camp will keep you out of hell, you're missing it. You'll be swinging in the breeze. 
You'll be a statistic before long. You have got to make an absolute determination in your mind. But I'm going to tell you. I will. I refuse to worry about if I offend you when I get right up in the middle of you. Brother Mastiff, we have to get right up in the middle of all of it. And we just take our position and we say, I don't care if it's acceptable out there. We don't dress like that in here. And I don't care if it's acceptable. We don't live like that. I am not afraid to come lay hands on your head and drive away the fowl of the air and the beasts of the field. Everybody, listen to me right now. If you think you can play around with sexual stuff, look at me. Make eye contact with me. If you think you can mess around with stuff like that and it not destroy your soul, you will be hanging in the breeze before long. But it's not just your life that's on the line. It is your soul. It is your soul. know I'm preaching the truth right now. Where's Brother Sleva? You here? Where's Brother Sleva? Come here. Come here. We gotta pray. We just gotta, we just gotta pray. What's the answer? Pray. Yeah, I know that, but what else? Pray. What what yeah, but give me some pray. Pray. It's amazing how saved you can stay if you'll pray. Amazing how good your relationship with somebody is if you talk to them. Brother Sleva, I'm never commissioned you in front of the church, but I am right now. We need pavement pounding yeah. prayer. We need beast beating away prayer. We need fouls of the air driving away prayer. We need our prayer team. Sister Tiller. Sister We got prodigals swinging in the breeze tonight. Brother Souders that hell has tried to convince some of us that they're never coming home. But I got news for you. I got news for you. I'm going to beat away. I'm going to beat away the beasts of the field. And I'm going to drive away the fowls of the air until we can get them a proper burial. Please catch this. Rispa wanted them buried properly in the ground. I want them buried properly in that. I want them in that water. I want them in this altar. And I. Come on, where's the mother church that would say, make fun of me if you want? Talk about me if you want. About me if you want to, but I am going to beat away the evil and the darkness. I'm gonna pray against the enemy of their soul. Go ahead, Marco. We need some young adults that'll do that right there. Walking and talking in tongues and praying in the spirit. You're not alone. I'm behind you. The church. Come on, Sister Golden. Come on, Grandma. Come on, Grandpa. Come on, Mom. Come on, Dad. It may be a fight. 
but it's a worthy fight. Press all the way in when you come. Come all the way. Come all the way down. Get all the way to the rock. Get all the way to the rock and fight with me. Fight with me. lifted. Come on, every voice lifted in prayer. Don't worry about how it sounds. Come on, don't worry about how it sounds. Just let your praise out. Let your prayer out. Come on, Zion. Come on, Dravel. Come on, Rispus spent five months. Five months. Five months. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you know somebody here that needs the Holy Ghost, throw your arm around them and pray for them. If you know somebody whose family has been battling, throw your arm around them and pray for them. Don't worry about offense right now. Worry about love right now. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Come on, let that release. Come on, let that praise and that worship happen. Oh, in Jesus' name. Oh, in Jesus' name.